Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast, where we talk about all things OCD. The show is for educational purposes and is not intended to replace professional mental health care. Here's your host, Christina Orlova. Welcome to OCD Whisperer Podcast, guys. So um, in today's episode, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about a couple of common things that come up um, and common questions that I get. So one of the questions that I get is when or how can I kind of prep for doing ERP? How can I get ready for it? So let me demystify this process a little bit. As someone who has OCD, and I've talked about this a lot, kind of my my themes, my topics is perfectionism, relationship OCD, and fear of doing something wrong. And basically what comes up for me a lot, even though I have experienced a little bit of other obsessions and intrusions as well, um, but those seem to be the main ones that keep coming up for me throughout my life. So one of the things that I've learned is in the beginning, when I ever first even heard the words exposure, and it was really in community college, um, I, you know, honestly was first kind of scared and intrigued and not really sure how to make sense of it. And so I think like most folks, you kind of start to have this thought of, well, maybe um, I'm not quite ready to face my fears. Maybe this is going to be awkward or strange, or it's going to be too intense, something I really can't handle. And what I want to tell you is, as somebody now who specializes in the treatment of OCD and anxiety disorders, somebody who has OCD, um, I've created a uh, course, a OCD foundations course, um, and a membership, and I have a private practice and this podcast. I mean, all I do is talk about OCD, and, and I've worked with hundreds of people one thing I will say that, that I really keep seeing globally time and time again is that if something is bad enough for you, perhaps, perhaps the question might be not when or how do I get ready, but am I willing to feel some discomfort in service of living a life that is actually meaningful for me and doing things that are meaningful for me? That is a much better question. Oftentimes for us as humans, we almost kind of like have to push things sometimes to the bitter end until things get really rough. And then we kind of scramble around and we're trying to get um, a solution. We're trying to fix stuff. That seems to be kind of a common theme in human behavior. And same thing with OCD. If you have, let's say, a health condition like diabetes, or currently what I'm dealing with is still, um, my mom has cancer. It's been nine months now of this journey and process. And it's a real event that's taking place. And it's something that you just, you know, it happens, it happens. I mean, you, right? You, you, like cancer is one of those things um, that's really hard to sometimes um, heal from quickly. So it brings up a lot of thoughts, right? Like, like wow, how can I be in the, in my best kind of physical health? How can I be in my best physical, um, kind of have mobility, um, eating well, hydrating. So I don't have to 
push myself to a place where I might get some illness. Now that doesn't mean I can 100% guarantee that it won't happen, right? But how can I be more conscious, more cognizant so that I'm actually doing things and being preventative and not waiting until something bad has to happen? The same concept applies for OCD. So when you're thinking about getting ready for you know, ERP work, again, what I would encourage you to, to think about is not just this, this notion of, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to ha- face my fears and what is this going to entail and how is it going to be? I want you to remember exposure response prevention has been around for quite some time. We also have a third wave of CBT, which is acceptance commitment therapy. CBT in general has also been around for a long time. CBT stands for cognitive behavioral therapy. We know through um, research and studies what we tend to respond better to, what strategies work better for humans. Granted, sometimes we all need a space to just process our experience and feelings. Absolutely. In OCD, however, we have to learn where is it that we're not just processing something anymore, but we're really going in this redundant, incessant circle of thinking, the circular pattern of thinking, this this thing over and over, trying to analyze and figure something out, and it's really not getting us anywhere. So when you're asking the question of how can I get ready to do ERP, my question to you is, well, how bad does your OCD have to get before you decide to do something about it? And my second question to you is, again, are you willing to feel some discomfort in your life in service of living a life that's actually meaningful for you? Because here's the thing, just the act of living a life and doing things that matter to you, you are organically already going to be in a state of exposure. You are already, just the sheer notion of going after what you want, you're going to be in a state of exposure. And so you already will have to feel uncomfortable. And guess what? This is true for everybody, even for folks who don't have OCD. Because if you're actually going after something, you're going to be uncomfortable. You're taking the chance of being rejected or failing, having to get up, having to look at everything again, maybe having to pivot, maybe having to adjust, maybe having to um, look at other strategies, maybe problem solve, maybe try something different, right? It's an ongoing process. So what I want you to really recognize is this really important work of addressing your OCD. It's really an ongoing process. It's not just this one-time event that you come, you do, wham, bam, you got some tools and then you're done. It's really an ongoing process because OCD is a lifelong condition. Now, the fact that it's a lifelong condition, that's neither good nor bad. It just is, right? Just like if somebody has diabetes, they just have diabetes, right? We don't say I am diabetes. We say I have it. You don't say I am OCD. I have OCD. But guess what? There are tools and strategies that do work, but you have to be willing to feel some discomfort and live a life that actually matters to you. Because after all, how much more are you willing to lose to OCD, right? OCD, we all know it is not a quirk. It is not just a light little thing I do. It's not a preference. When you have an intrusive episode, when you're having intrusive fear thoughts bombard you in your mind, it triggers your anxiety and you feel plagued with this discomfort. You feel anxious. You can feel guilty. You can feel ashamed. You can feel embarrassed. So many feelings. And when you're having that experience, of course, you're going to want to try to fix it somehow and get rid of it. 
But are you not noticing a pattern that that experience keeps repeating and repeating and repeating and all of your attempts that you're putting in to try to fix it and get rid of it, are they really working, right? Are they really working? Are they really solving the problem, right? So we have to come back to that and to understand that maybe what I'm currently doing is not quite as effective as I'm hoping it would be. And in fact, maybe I'm getting deeper and deeper down that rabbit hole of compulsions. And what I want to maybe do is pause for a minute and ask myself, is this the kind of life I really want to live where I'm constantly um, responding and chasing that state of, you know, getting rid of the uncomfortable feelings through compulsions, or maybe am I willing to try something different? So that would be the answer. And I know it's a little long-winded, but I hope that you got some value from that answer. The second question that I get really often is, what do I do if I'm really stuck in my head? If I'm just having uh, tons of intrusions and I can't seem to stop thinking about it. I keep maybe reviewing stuff in my head or I'm analyzing or I am maybe counting or I'm tracing or I'm, uh, or I'm maybe saying certain words or a prayer or something to try to neutralize that anxiety and get rid of those thoughts. Anything that you're doing in your mind to neutralize and get rid of your uncomfortable, intrusive um, obsessions, you know, which could be images, they can be thoughts, they can be even feelings. What you're really doing, remember, with any behavior that's compulsive is you're actually reinforcing the very thing you're trying to get rid of. So what I encourage you to do is, first of all, most important thing is become aware of what's the difference between actual productive thinking and thinking that just seems to be repetitive where you're just kind of asking the same questions or you're kind of going over the same material or you're analyzing things in the same way, you're reviewing things again and again and again. First step always is awareness. So bring awareness to this mental behavioral pattern, whatever it is that you're doing, start to increase your awareness so you can understand and see Am I actually thinking in a way that's productive? Am I actually coming up with some sort of a solution, some sort of an outcome? Am I actually implementing that? Or am I just incessantly analyzing over and over again? So that is what I would encourage you to do is start with awareness. You might decide to just maybe, I don't know, keep some notes in like a journal for a week or for a couple of days and pay attention to this mental pattern of yours. I also do have a freebie on compulsive rumination. You're welcome to check it out. It's going to be in the link in the show notes where you can see all the different things that I offer. And one of them is that freebie. So it can help you get a better idea of what is compulsive rumination. So thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you like it, please, 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 to help other people find it, give me a five-star review. Um, I always want to read feedback. And if you have other questions that you'd love me to answer in the future, feel free to send me an email or DM me on Instagram. Okay, bye. Thank you for listening to OCD Whisperer Podcast. To get additional support with OCD and have your personal questions answered, whether you are newly diagnosed got through treatment and need help maintaining progress, or you can't afford treatment, visit Christina's on-demand Mastering OCD membership at masteringocd.com.